Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Sean. Sean, who just barely finished chewing that mouthful of rice in time to start the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was a close call. We are going to be talking about someone you should know to be close to your heart. Nuclo! Oh, okay, because I don't know Nuclo, nor is Nuclo close to my heart. Who's Nuclo? <laughs> Nuclo should be close to your heart. Well, if if you were to, if if you were to make a Nuclo, what would you make? It's definitely going to be something atomic. And I'm seeing for some reason I see something vaguely blob shaped. I might just be thinking of Dupe from uh, New Mutants, but or like the DNA strand from um, Jurassic Park. You know the one the talking piece of dna yeah yeah that's yep. what i'm picturing okay well he's not blobby at all oh he's a fact a really buff man oh my gosh <laughs> yeah that does not look like a nuclear to me that looks more of a a hammer i feel like the word hammer should be in his name somewhere he looks like a craig yeah craig hammer and not related to justin hammer no just a, unrelated Different, different one. Yeah. Um. So or Sledge Craig Sledge is pretty ooh, good. Ooh, Sledge would be a great name. Yeah, because his fists are like sledgehammers. Um. So his real name is Robert Frank Jr. Oh, that's anticlimactic after Craig Sledge. Yeah. His uh, occupation is servant station attendant. Oh, okay. He is a U.S. citizen with no criminal record. Uh-huh. And has a dead mom and uh, dad. You know, like every superhero is an orphan. It's a job requirement, just as Batman. First appeared in Giant Size Avengers number one, Nuke Low, the invader that time forgot. And, Wait, uh, so 19- is he and- from space? No? Well, let me oh, finish. Okay. In August 1974. No. You're thinking of the wrong invader. There's other invaders. Like the ones in, um... Oh, I see. Like the World War II team of yes. superheroes, including Captain America, the Human Torch, and everyone's favorite yellow, unfortunately named speedster, the Wizard. And you forgot Miss America. Okay, I said including, not limited to. <laughs> Um, but he is the son of Frank, Robert Frank and Madeline Joyce, who are okay. known as the Wizard and Miss America. Miss Mecca. Uh, Miss America. Miss America. Okay. Yeah. I was really hoping that it was going to be a girl in a very big mech suit. <laughs> uh, well, the two retired from their career uh, as co- costume crime fighters several right. years after World War II. Married, revealed their identities to the government. And took jobs at one of the nation's first nuclear plants. Mm-hmm. When radiation uh, experiments went awry, the Franks rushed to a high, uh, into a ra- high radiation area to manually activate the dampening rods that were malfunctioning, and exposed mass and was exposed to massive radiation. That's not how. Okay, did did Miss America already have powers? Uh, I can look actually, Miss America. Because the wizard was fast. 
Right. And Miss America... Couldn't he have been the one to run in there? Miss America is basically Superman. With, with, uh... So, like, she had invulnerable super strength. Yeah. She can fly. She didn't have any of the other powers that seem like add-ons. Oh, like um, the later, like the heat vision and whatnot? Yeah, but she basically was, like, the original, original, uh... Superman plus Man, Superman couldn't fly to start with either, so she's got a leg up on him even. Yeah, he jumped. But she's also incredibly smart. Yeah. So, yeah, she was kind of the token girl. (laughs) Well, Uh, Spitfire was there too. Yeah, Spitfire was there. (laughs) I guess you could have more than one token character. I'd, I'd be willing to... I haven't read a whole lot of old Invaders comics, but I'd be willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. You say that until you see the first depiction of, I don't know, one Japanese person? Sure. No, okay, that's that's going to happen. But there's a difference between a token woman character necessarily being a token. Like, she might have a personality going on, and, like, the obvious horrific characterization of Japanese people that did take place. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, it turns out, maybe, just maybe... Madeline Frank was pregnant at the time. Sure. Yeah, that's I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. And uh cuz they 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 did it the day before and she badly you know some stuff <laughs> so was she happening. She was barely pregnant. She was barely pregnant cuz 8 months later. Yeah. Well, it was a month but like some women don't know that they're pregnant until like sure. 2 months in. Oh, so. absolutely. So, yeah, but she didn't know she was pregnant at the time. And when 8 months later, she gave birth to a mutant. Who I gotta is- say, I really think that the radiation is overkill. They both had superpowers. Why not would their child also be superhuman? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Why not? Well, he admitted toxic radiation levels. But due to their own superpowers, the Franks were immune to the radiation. Right, but their super baby wasn't for some reason. <laughs> but their super baby wasn't. <laughs> so, But then he was, you know, able to get, you know... Nuke powers. By nuke powers, I mean <laughs> nuclear fallout powers. And so are his powers nuclear fallout based specifically, or? We'll get to that. If they were persuaded by the government to place their infant son in a special capsule that would retard his aging process while, uh, while draining him of excess radioactivity. Uh-huh. It laid beneath the uh, build- uh, basement of a government building for several decades. And when and then the capsules were taken in by the Avengers. By that time, all class all the classified records about the capsules were re- misplaced and forgotten. And after putting, after putting the, the firstborn into a capsule and saying bye, <laughs> um, uh, Miss Miss America died uh, after giving birth to a stillborn baby. So it slowed his aging, but didn't stop it. So the wizard was still alive and learned about the capsule's discovery. He broke into Avengers Mansion and, uh, to take custody of the uh, capsule, but was prevented to do so by the Avengers. And uh, roughly what era of comics were you said? The 70s, eh? 70s, yes. So the wizard was a character that like people in the 1970s were still looking at and thinking, that is a person whose name I can take seriously. Uh, they were, he was, he was uh, probably hinted as being like an important character at one point right it's just it just seems insane to me that they wouldn't have done something about that name by then 
shortly after the Avengers probing devices tripped the release of the mechanism on the capsule, and he was set free. Mm-hmm. His body only aged about 12 years over the decades of containment. It was okay. still highly radioactive. And then he exhibited uh, superhuman strength and power. S- sorry, not superhuman strength. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah, superhuman powers, I should say. Really? He doesn't have superhuman strength? He does. He does. I got okay. that out of the bag too, too, too quickly. Because I saw a picture of that guy, and if he doesn't have superhuman strength, they designed him wrong. He has fists the size of his own head. He better yeah. have superhuman strength. Even my fists aren't the size of my own head. My fists are freakishly large compared to the rest of my body. Uh, his body was above uh, average intelligence, but he knew mm-hmm. absolutely nothing of the outside world. It was disoriented. Yeah, I can imagine. And then he fissioned himself into three separate duplicates. Oh, come on! <laughs> then he called himself Nuclo. Nucleo. Nucleo? Nuclo, sorry. Nuclo. Nuclo. Nuclo is a bad name. Nuclo is a bad name. It could have been Nucleo. And yeah, been nu- see, Nucleo makes sense and sounds like a person. Nuclo sounds like a mascot. Well, it's the it's the uh, Pittsburgh Nucleos. Nucleos. Yeah. Um, it's a little atom. It's a little atom bomb, I should say. Wait, is it a real thing? No. <laughs> oh, okay. But it sounds like it would be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Him. Uh, so they subdued the three doppelgangers and brought them together, which mm-hmm. merged into a sing- single person. Oh, yeah. And he was rendered unconscious by a hex cast by the Scarlet Witch. Sure, whose powers are basically whatever she feels like it. No, who? Well, she... Yes. <laughs> I don't remember. I was going to defend it, but yes. Um, but she believed to be his sister at the time. Because this was before it was revealed that they were Magneto's kids. Oh, okay. Um, the He was returned to the capsule and, and sent back to the uh, U.S. government. The U.S. government. And, uh, but then... Oh, okay, good. Because he was out for like a day there, and I was wondering if there's going to be more. (laughs) But then, uh, the U.S. general, uh, U.S. general uh, Jacob uh, Jacob Pollock, Mm -hmm. became a renegade and allied himself with the Living Laser. Listen to my Living Laser episode if you'd like to. Oh, I do love the Living Laser. I am a big fan of costume people who have a costume power Mm -hmm. that they get like shocked and they get the power of their costume. Sorry, what was that last bit? That what? What about the power of their costume? Well, something happens to their costume, and then they get the power of their costume. Oh yeah, okay. Um, well, I think the living laser actually implanted like laser diodes in himself. Right. And, but then he became a being of pure light. A p- right. Yeah. Wait. So there was a time when the living laser was not literally a living laser. Yeah. That seems counterintuitive. I mean, it wasn't long. <laughs> but you know, there's also a couple other people. Lightmaster had a had a suit that allowed him to do a bunch of stuff. Then he got sure. shocked or something happened. They became a being of <laughs> light, living energy, uh, which is a common occurrence in the Marvel universe. Apparently, yeah. If let's just say if I was a supervillain or, or wanted superpowers, mm-hmm. I would I would spend a lot of money on an expensive suit made by like the Tinkerer or the Gladiator or something like that. Yeah, and they just just hold the power lines. Damaged just, electrical transformers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, well, guess what? I'm about to become a living laser. Who who wants to overload my suit? 
Come you on. You look promising. Come, come over people. here. Come on. I want some powers. I get get myself like a nuclear powered suit and call myself like Nuke Fist and then like <laughs> I can get the powers to punch nukes out of my fist. Well, apparently the way we're doing naming the, around here you'd be Nuke Fee. <laughs> because uh we we couldn't like we have to pick like deliberately stupid nuclear names, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Nuke Fee, by the way, is going to be my new Newfoundlander-based uh, superhero, and I don't, I'm don't. i working on the powers, so just, you know, email your suggestions to franklyimplausible at gmail.com. Yeah, that's going to be your pitch me something where you pitch even more boring characters for Alpha Flight. <laughs> <laughs> Nuke, hey, I feel like Nuke Fee could be pretty great. <laughs> sure, sure. Honestly, a superhero with a Newfoundland accent would be a good start, I See, think. One of my favorite things that they have not capitalized yet is a lot of villains come from the Midwest. Yeah. I just want some villains just sounding like just the most Midwestern guy. Where are yeah. the accents is my thing. They're fun. Who yeah. is it? One of them, is it John Byrne who restarted the X-Men at one point? And deliberately made it so that everyone on the team had an accent? I mean, Chris Claremont had a flair for writing really bad accents. Is that the one? It was like, when the X-Men became the team involving Wolverine, Nightcrawler... Oh, oh, crap, who am I... I Sunfire, know. I think, may have been there. Yeah, Sunfire. Um, I don't remember the whole team, but like... He made it so, and Banshee was there too. And every single one of the team members had their own distinct accent that they were writing with. I I hate it, honestly. It makes it hard <laughs> to read. But. So whenever the the Living Laser and uh, Pollock uh, teamed up, Nucle uh, Nuclo escaped his containment vessel and wreaked uh -huh. havoc, uh, wreaked havoc for the Avengers before his father, the Wizard. Was able to get close enough to knock him out. Man, Nucleus having a really tough life. Yeah. Things are not going great for Nucleus. He's basically a baby. Yeah. Like, like he's not a baby in intelligence, but he's a baby in experience, which is basically- No, he's had an awful, like... He's one of those feral children who comes out of the woods and they don't know how to do anything. But people just keep beating him up. Yeah. Well, he then he uh then he was taken to the newly opened pro uh government energy facility, Project mm -hmm. Pegasus for treatment and study. Then he his radiation levels were like diminished and then he began began to be educated. Then he was placed mm -hmm. in the uh, the custody of scientists in special facilities in the General Hospital of Manhattan. It was created a cre I mean was Treated by a psychologist who was yeah. secretly the wizard's old nemesis, Isabisa. <laughs> of course, he was. And then she siphoned like the radiation and transferred it to herself to gain sufficient power to re exact revenge on the wizard. I love that irradiating yourself is like treated as a good idea here. <laughs> uh, and um, eventually, like. Whenever he was trying to be like, I want to take care of my son. Um, she, uh, when he, she, he was in court, um, she fought uh, the wizard and he died of a heart attack rescuing his son. Wow. Yep. This is a really sad superhero story. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, then uh, 
then he was then he was taken to live uh with um with uh another psychiatrist who took uh who took him to live with her family in upstate New York. He works as a service station. And he was uh he he was recently attacked by the superhuman hunting uh Tess One robot. I mean and he's currently cooperating. So he no longer emits he no longer emits um uh energy. Like constant low level cancer giving radiation. But he does show up in later things. No, he shows up in the Thunderbolts. What's his Oh, okay. And he, but does he have? So he doesn't emit radiation anymore. Does he still have super strength? Uh, he has super strength. Yes. Can he still turn into three of himself? I don't think so. Okay, because that wait, seems wait. like it would be a pretty handy power if you had super strength. Yeah, it would be because you instead of having one person punching, you have three people punching. Sure, or like for example, if you're lifting a building, uh, yeah. buildings tend to crumble when you pick them up from one corner. But if you pick them up from th- three different spots, it'll hold together like a bit better. Or you can punch three different spots on a building and, and make it uh, fall better. Yeah. As opposed to just having it fall over onto the building beside it. Yep, so he is 6'2", weighs 245, has uh, blue hair, and he's bald. He has- okay, now- <laughs> I mean, not blue hair, I mean blue eyes and bald. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't have any hair, but if he did, it would be blue. <laughs> of course it would be. Uh, and he can lift, like, 12 tons. He's no, um... What's her name? Nova? Oh, never mind. It's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> He's no... What's that first I'm thinking of? I was trying to remember Diamond Lil, actually, but, uh... <laughs> that's ir- more like She-Hulk. He's no She-Hulk, but he's, uh... He's pretty, he's pretty strong. Stronger than Captain America, I think. Hmm. By a lot. No, no, not by a Yeah, by a lot. So, he no longer possesses, like, uh, the powers he had a, as a human nuclear generator. Uh-huh. But he did not lose any of the physical mutations developed of it. Okay, so he does have the stronger muscles. And he has the stronger muscles and, and endurance and stuff, but he no longer radiates toxic levels of radiation. Well, thank goodness for that, because... And he's also of radiation powered still, but it oh, so if you if you bring him some radiation, he will get stronger. Well, no, it's he basically generates nuclear power in himself. Ah, I see. But before he was cured, um, he expelled a bunch of uh, nuclear radiation, and he can grow in stature. Up to twenty feet, split into oh. separate separate people, fused back together, and uh, but he can't do that anymore. Oh man! Yeah, it sounds like he used to have way more interesting powers before he got nerfed. Well, he's just a kind of a big dude, and he did show up. Like he does do things later, though. Huh. Um, he shows up. What is it? He shows up in uh, Thunderbolts and Citizen V in the V mm. Battalion. Which was uh, Helmet Baron Zemo's uh, son. Oh, yeah. Uh, thing where he was showing up as Citizen V. Huh. And it was before it was uh, it was before it was before he was outed as a uh, son of a Nazi and oh, created yeah. the Thunderbolts. It's kind of his way of um, sneaking his way into being a superhero. Man, isn't like 
it not a crime to be the son of a Nazi? Well, being the son of a Nazi who is also a Nazi. That, see, I feel like the being a Nazi yourself part is more the issue there, isn't it? I mean, it depends on how much you uh, still... What's the word? Um, associate with your father. Yeah, well, like, you didn't do any war crimes. But you are still tied to Hydra. Sure, don't don't be. Yeah, let's talk about the wizard. Recent. So this is the first wizard. There is another wizard that pops up later. So what I know about the wizard is that his uh, powers come from mongoose blood that he was injected with when he got bit by a cobra. Yes. Now, it's interesting because mon... mon... mongeese is what I'm going with. Mongeese are not immune to cobra venom when but, bitten. But guess what? Also voodoo? No. Oh. Mongeese are also very fast. <laughs> we can't give people superhuman speed, apparently. Yeah, okay, there's like a number of issues with the mongoose injection situation, huh? Well, I mean, do you want to talk about the, the 90s gritty reboot? Of the wizard, I am not which, aware of this which thing. Is called Please, the, which is called the mongoose. That's not. That's a moderately more intimidating name. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. No, actually, you know, it's it's someone else who has the same origin, but mm-hmm. it's just a nineties, nineties uh, version. version. Of the, okay. And is he like cool? Also, <laughs> a thing I would like to point out, which. Is something I forgot about. There is there is a '90s comic called Death Cubed from Marvel, and, and it had three cyber comic. had three cybernetic people. And did they were they did they kill a lot of folks? I would guess. I guess I don't know. I just saw it at my comic book shop. It's just like this is five cents. I should buy this, and okay. I did. And now you own an issue of Death Cubed, the story of three murderous cyborgs and their journey into interpretive dance. I have not bought it. I know it's still there, though, and it has a sweet embossed holographic cover. Oh, yeah. Because comics must like trading cards. The other wizards, wizard, uh, one was named uh, Stuart, uh, I mean, Stanley Stewart. Okay. And he is a villainous wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't take any of it seriously. As and long as then, we keep saying wizard, it's going to drive me nuts. And then there's also another wizard who only shows up in Marvel Zombies, who is a zombie version of the wizard on the, uh, um, the, the Squadron Supreme. Oh, okay, yeah. Huh. Apparently they they went so long in uh Marvel Zombies they originally got to Marvel Zombies Supreme. And uh Miss Marvel, I mean not Miss Marvel, uh Miss uh America, America? Yeah. was a golden age hero. Basically had uh, the original Superman powers. Uh-huh. Plus flying instead yeah. of jumping really well. Mhm. And uh yeah, she pretty much uh, died <laughs> after a little bit. <laughs> but Didn't then, sound like she had a great uh, post-war uh, storyline going on. Neither did the wizard either. 
The well, no, he loser. was there too, and and his was sort of mostly tragedy and pain. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, she had the strength of a thousand men and the power of flight. A thousand men is and, a lot. And she also had the X-ray vision, but it faded over time, and she needed glasses. So that's something. <laughs> Why? It's just. <laughs> it's just sort of like random. It's almost completely random. The stuff they had happened to her. Almost. It's like someone rolled some dice. Apparently, apparently, also there's an Earth, Earth uh, twelve, uh, Earth one two five nine one twelve hundred five hundred ninety one. Um, a Nazi zombies took over, mm. and she's one of the last four uh, freedom fighters, and they're all women named the suffragettes. <laughs> Who are the other ones? Columbia. This is Marvel Zombies. How many Marvel Zombies is there? Just dozens. I read read like four of them. I stopped at the Machine Man one. It actually follows Howard the Duck and the Machine Man from world to world where they're just going from zombie planet to zombie planet, killing zombies. It's... Honestly, less objectionable at that point. Well, see, I... Because I I read the Machine Man one, the one where he went to the world... As, like, a reconnaissance person, basically. Yeah. And he got way too excited about the opportunity to finally kill some flesh people. Yeah, which... And he and he bought along Jessica with him. But yeah, she's D- part Dicasta? of Marvel Zombies Destroy. Wait, wait who is? That was? Uh, Columbia. Columbia was in Marvel Zombies Destroy. I don't know. Yeah. I, even I haven't read all of them, I guess. Yeah, and, and they're all they're all from a from a um planet where Nazi zombies took over and there are only like four human resistance fighters and all of them are women. One named Oof. Columbia, the other one Riveter. Oh. Um, kind of like that. She is a it's she is a uh kind of a takeoff of Rosie the Riveter, I mean. The gadget person, weapons master. Oh yeah. Um, and who's the fourth one? Spitfire? Libertas. Okay, so three of them are pretty generic plays on, like, American iconography. Eh? Yeah, and Miss America. So, like, yeah. Miss America, Columbia, and Libertas. I'm picturing the same person for all three. Well, one of them is black, so... Oh, okay, cool. I'm picturing the same person for the other two. And the one, one of them is blonde, and two of them are brunette. Honestly, I think that's a fitting place to uh, maybe draw this one to a close. Yep, yep, it is. We're done. We're done talking about McClough <laughs> and his parents. This was a... As I don't mean this was a bad episode. I mean, this was an episode full of bad characters. Pretty much. Like, sort of boring and lazy ones. Uh, Miss America um, comic, or magazine, Yeah, was actually where Patsy Walker... Sorry, oh, yeah. okay, that's actually pretty interesting. Where, uh, where in in uh, universe when she mm-hmm. was brought over to the main Marvel universe, she was uh, basically her mother was writing fan fiction about her kissing the neighbor boy, but aged yeah. up. It was wild. It's weird. What was going on with Patsy Walker? We could, I mean, presumably you already did Hellcat, right? Yeah, yeah, and and Mad Dog, and Mad Dog, who where I have the uh, where I had the breakdown, just like why did this woman still have custody of her child? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) She's Um, but yeah, but I think we're done. Okay, 
Yeah, well, well, thank you, you so much for plug. having me on the show. Is it is it plug o'clock? It's plug o'clock. Okay. It being plug o'clock, I will mention my podcast, Pitch Me Something, which is available on franklyimplausible.com, and which I do with my co-host and best friend, Laura Forsey. Um, we're writers, and we have more ideas than we have ever had an idea of what to do with. Uh, so Pitch Me Something is where we open the valve and release some of them into the internet so that they can be free and get the pressure off us. We do everything from Harry Potter movies to racing leagues for amphibious cars and all kinds of other crazy crap, depending on what our guests are doing that week. So check us out on franklyimplausible.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, at Sean Frankling, uh, or our group account, at Zero Plausibility, numeral zero, word plausibility. Okay, my name is... Uh, Jesse, I've done these plugs uh, several times before. I would say almost 200 times before. <laughs> uh, so just listen to one of those or look at the description for that stuff, because I'm done. I'm done. I'm just so done. <laughs> this is- <laughs> you just can't be bothered today, huh? <laughs> nope, I can't. I want to play Mario Odyssey. Okay, fair enough. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye! Bye. <laughs>